That's right, folks. It's playoff time, and welcome back to the playoff edition of Dynasty Logics. That's me, it's Bobby, and on the other side, what's going on, Tom? Yeah, baby, playoffs. We're talking talking playoffs. Some people are in, some people are out, but as Jim Morris says... 20 years ago today. uh, Well, not today, but 20 years ago. Jim Morris... Leading us into the playoffs. One of those epic uh, coach, coaching rants that we were talking about, like a little bit off there. It goes, it goes, you know, it goes back with the, uh, you know, with the Herm Edwards one and the, the Denny, the Denny Green one. They are who they thought we were. They are who they thought we were. Coors Light actually did a great advertisement segment for all of those, like weird coaches that went off the rails and they put basically like five guys who were at a party trying to go to that press conference and they, they dubbed it and it's, it's genius. So we might have to throw those back onto the dynasty logic. Great. Love, the, love those old school rants. You just don't see them anymore. Cause you just lose their mind for like no goddamn reason. Like just snaps of a questions. It's like, you know, nowadays you get the, you get the bill Belichick. You ask him a stupid question. He's like, come on. Next. Next. Well, you, you know, the best part about that though, Tom, like after having a one in 13 season, you think I'd be more debt, you know, I'd be more, angry about the playoffs well i'm still the furthest thing from happy about it but i know what my team is i know it's young i know it's rebuilding and i know it's dynasty i know where my holes are and uh they're not as big as they look to be by record standpoints so no and you're right and and Unfortunately, but a bonus in in the leagues that I run, you're, you're playing this week, right? Because I run a playoff draft pick game, right? So the the playoff teams who are eliminated from the playoffs starting this week will play for draft pick selection, right? Most people like it. I get variances from year to year. Honestly, long story short, what it does stops you from tanking. Like the guy who sits at one of your dynasty league and just takes, you know, running back, running back, running back three, three years in a row where you track him. He doesn't get better. Like this is actually, I, I think this is the third, fourth year I think I, we ran this and I saw nothing but progression from that. It helps that fringe team, you know, who's trying. He's just not good enough. And you know what? It stops that guy from just packing it in and just getting the number one pick. Some people don't care. You want the number one, the number four, that's fine. But you know what? It gives everyone something to play for. And our dynasty leagues, as a commissioner, that's important to me. All right, so that's important to keep everyone as active as humanly possible. All right, that's why, you know, we pay out high scores every week. 
you know, that's why everyone plays in that league except for the two top teams this week and everyone plays next week. And then the champions play by themselves week 17. It, it, it adds that dynamic. You know, plus we don't have a trade deadline, so trades are active. It creates more activity. I mean, I pulled a trade last week. That's fine. Yes, this, this is the, and this is the time you look at those trades. I mean, which is funny because I made a trade. You know, I traded for a guy because I'm a championship, you know, contender, right? So I traded for Renfro. Right? And I traded away Logan Thomas to a rebuilding team and Chenault. The funniest part about that deal, I tell you right now, Chenault is one of those guys that I would buy right now in Dynasty. Right? He was a guy I had to sell because I needed a starter. But I'm fine with that deal. But if I'm a Dynasty team, I'm looking – at this time of year for a lot of things in December. And we love December because you can see a lot of stuff and you can look a little bit ahead. But guy like Chenault is a guy I'm buying right now. Right? That team is a shit show. Right? That coach is the worst I've ever seen. Right? Can it, should it get better? Yeah. And I'm banking on it because you can get Chenault half the price he, he would have cost you in August. And I'll take that buy for a guy who's a talented upside receiver. Right? That's the guy I'm looking to buy this time of year. Right? I'm looking to buy like that. And, again, the owner I sold to was smart. Like, is Renfro, like, on fire right now? Yeah, he's up. But what did he get? He got Logan Thomas for next year, guy and I are perfect, right? And he got he got an upside project in, in Chanel with talent across the board. If they get rid of that coach, it'll be fine. Those are the kind of, those are the kind of moves that I'm looking to make, uh, even if as a contender. But if you rebuild them, like, kick the tires on someone who – you know, sitting on someone's bench, he's just sick of them. Like, go kick the tires on those guys and, and and look ahead. I don't think he was necessarily sick of Renfro, but I see where you're going with that. I mean, he t- he definitely from. So, I'm going to speak for myself for a moment. I have no, no. He definitely to- wasn't sick. He wasn't sick of Renfro. I had to pry him out of Renfro, but in, in general, I I was sick of Chenault. Well, I was the only one who was sick of Chenault. That's that's fair. So, you know, that, that's a, that's a good buy all the same. Cause when, you know, well, what have we talked about owners who are getting antsy with players who, you know, you know, sometimes you just knock on the door or an opportunity shows up and, and, and you take advantage of it. Yeah. Cause that deal doesn't work. If he's in the playoff hunt, that deal doesn't work, but he's out. Right. So perfect. Right. He's rebuilding <clears throat> money in the bank. Those are the ones you capitalize on right now. So, Three different teams, three different scenarios. One was awful and has a lot of young rebuilding pieces that will get there, but that one's going to take time. So that one's, that one's going to take just patience and proper, you know, the proper nutrients. It's like I'm growing a plant from a fucking seed up. But I have another team that was on the cusp of the playoffs. I knew it still needed some rebuilding components. And unfortunately, it didn't get into the playoffs this year. But it gave you a good run because you were the one who made sure I didn't get there because you knocked me out. So thank you, by the way. There's, There's a compliment. There's another compliment coming in there, too. Then I have one more who actually has a good, good possibility of at least 
playing you in the next round. But first, I got to go through, because it's in the playoffs, with another young team. I'm in a good spot there, because at least I'm fighting, right? These are all teams that I've taken in the past two and a half years and really committed to a rebuilding process, all three of them. Then there's you. Oh, who's got oh, oh, before, you, before you get to me, right? To summarize Bobby's three dynasty teams, he has three different aspects of a rebuild, right? He's got a bottom floor rebuild, right? He's got a bottom floor that's like just starting to rebuild, right? So that's years away. He's got one that just missed the playoffs, right? With a solid core, right? Solid core. Couple of you know, he, he next year's draft he should be in the playoffs, right? And then he has a rebuild playoff team that just made the playoffs for the first time in years and is in a good spot with a winning record. Right? And that team is 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 again is one or two pieces away from being a championship contender. So he's got one at base floor, he's got one that's almost a playoff team, guaranteed next year, and then one that's a playoff team that's championship contender next year, right? That's the position you have. You you actually have it, – it's kind of fun to watch because you have those three different variances and how the progression has has come across. Yeah, and that's so that – I mean, and, and that's perfect, and that's where you want to be at. And, yes, me knocking out of the playoffs, the thank you behind that is you're going to get a better draft pick. So there you go. One hundred percent, and and I'll be I'll be the first one to to thank you not only uh, not only for that, but you know as as we've talked and you know we really you know have gone through um, you know, not all of my moves are moves that you would make, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Some of the players I've picked may not have been the guy that you would take, but you could see why I've taken some of those higher-risk players with the hopes of jumpstarting my team a little bit quicker. Well, we 100% agree with that because you have to. Like, there's different guys you have to acquire when you're moving along to a build. Like, you have to get those guys. I'm in a position I don't have to, but, yeah, that's how you get to that rebuild. Absolutely. And and, and that's where that's where we fast-forward all the way to where you're at, with three division wins, three highest scoring, um, you know, league-wide points overall. I, 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 it just goes to show you that we are showing you both sides of the dynasty build at the same time, and it, we're we're probably one of the few that are actually showing you all all sides of the coin and that's why I love doing the show with you. Uh, so, you know, congratulations on, on another year of winning. Uh, but as you can see, I'm already knocking on the door. That, you, you know what you are. And it wasn't easier. I had a great comment today because uh, somebody else realized that same thing. And the comment was, that's impressive with the way this year went down in the year. I go, it is, I go, it is. But it's also one of those things that I haven't missed the playoffs in a long time. And it's consistency, right? Again, this is a year where depth comes in, right? This is a year where a talented up-and-down roster comes in, right? Do I have a lot of injuries? Yeah. But I also have guys who make up for it. I have enough home run hitters to make up for it, right? I mean, you can get away with it. If your team is that good and you're ahead of people, then – 
you, you know what? You should have enough to roll up. Like, even if you have to start bad running backs or you don't have running backs, wide receivers and tight ends have carried me. My quarterbacks have carried me. And, and this time of year, it's one of those things where you look at the whole body of work and you go, okay, I got to the position that I wanted to get to. And those accolades are great. Like, I, I set a lot of records, division, they get by. It's great. That's eligible. Now it's time for me to make the run and finish it, right? And this is the time of year where I'm a team. I'm looking to back up everyone I can. The way this year is going, um, I'm, I'm backing up everyone I can realistically, like realistically. Like I got lucky and picked up Guyton last week because I own Keenan Allen. So that's a good swap. Right. And again, if you drafted well enough, this is a time where that depth has helped, right? That, that those rookies that we talked about that haven't really been producing are, start, are starting to produce, right? The mummy returns. And I got, right? Our boy, our boy Alman Ross. There he is, St. Brown. Here he is, coming out, right? I needed a receiver on my team. Boom, plug him in, play him. He's getting nine to ten targets a game. Okay, now he's now he's playable. Ernest Jones, linebacker, Rams, wasn't playable all season. Now he's playable. This is the time where a lot of those guys that you sat on, that you sat on as rookies, now have learned. Now are starting to show up a little bit, a little bit more. Nico Collins. Davis Mills. Yeah, look, look. I mean, playable. You, you, so what the, the overarching part of that, all of it really is, you know, that, that depth and the, that consistency to keep going back into your waiver wire to figure out, you know, what the storylines are and not necessarily, you know, not the injury storylines, but who's, who's taking the who's coming up in the in whether it's from a practice squad perspective or who's coming up you know from third third string who's taking the 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 second spot on the depth chart all of those have really started to add up and i could tell you that my team is littered with a bunch of twos and threes and it's one of the main reasons why it stayed competitive throughout the whole season. So I'm, I'm pretty confident if I get a couple of more, you know, top end guys, it will balance out. And, you know, going into the, into the playoffs, you've got something to play for. I have something to play for. Um, I'm okay with all of my teams going into these next couple of weeks because I have the depth that's going to at least keep me competitive. So hopefully I get, you know, one of those one, two or three spots in the, uh, in the draft this year. So, you know, it may not be a championship, but it's going to be my championship as I go for my rebuilding process. And, that, and that's what dynasty is like. It, it, it never stops. And I mean, and you talk about that and I did the same thing. Like I'm looking to make moves to acquire guys for the future. Like I'm still, you know, trying to win now with that trade. You know, but I also, you know, put in like a draft pick swap and I'm looking to sell off some pieces to some contenders to get draft picks, right? And listen, I'll tell you this about, about the draft because, you know, as you've heard and I have heard about this draft class, I, I guess every great draft class, this draft class is not so good. Running backs and, you know, quarterbacks and listen, these are the years when people are like, yeah, this draft class isn't that special. And at first glance, it's like so-so. This is the year 
I'm trying to buy volume because when you hear a draft class that doesn't have, like, there's no lock first round pick, right? You can tell me Pickett probably gets drafted in the first round as a quarterback, but like, there's no Lawrence, there's no lock solid guy up top on offense. Like, there really isn't, right? Those are the years where I usually end up buying more draft picks because people read and, and they see this stuff and they try to sell out for the year afterwards, right? Do I want like a high pick? No, I said I want volume because you know what? I want to take three throws at a guy, right? I want to take two throws at a quarterback, not just take one. Like this is, this is that would, and I haven't dug too deep into it, but from what I know, when you hear it, it's a bad draft class, I'm buying draft picks because I hope other owners hear that and they do and they know about it and they will sell them easier. And that's when you can, you can score a gem. You can, you can try to take more shots, right? And, and yeah, and I'm looking for, you know, up and coming rookies on, on, you know, on practice squads and taxi squads. And you're also looking, you know, to, um, um, what's, what's that word we always use? It's, uh, solidation. You're looking for solidation stories. Like, I, I mean, I had a guy called up. I had him all season. Racy McMath. Right? Another guy was a good buy, right? Another long shot. Racy McMath got activated. He played. Right? One catch. Nothing special. This kid was an unknown. Nobody knew who he was. I honestly didn't even think he was ever going to play in a game this year. I really didn't. I was actually shocked they pulled him up and he, and he was playing. I was like, okay. And again, me and you talk about it, how that's like important to us. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, they saw something. So maybe I saw something. So, all right, maybe to me that is he, is he playable? No, I'm not telling you that. Is he a buy if he's available in your dynasty? Yeah, he's a guy I'd go pick up. But on my roster, I'm like, okay, good. He's a guy that he's going to stay on my roster in the offseason. Because he showed, he showed glimpses of hope. Perfect. But as I'm trying to build for a championship and trying to win this year, I'll tell you my biggest advantage and what I've done in Dynasty that most people haven't had the ability to do is I've won a lot of titles, right? And I've made the playoffs 15, 16 straight years. I've never sold out to win a championship, right? I've never cleared the decks for my future to win a title. Because when you do that, and I'm not telling people don't, because if you can clear the decks and win one title, absolutely, I understand it. It's worth it because it's dynasty. It's legacy. You know, absolutely. Your name's there. It's there forever. But if you can win a title and not sell off your future and backpile that bench, you won't fall off, right? And I think that's a bigger mistake that people do, and that's where you should take advantage of it. That's what I'm telling like owners like Bobby. I said, I get it. You never sniffed it, and now you're that close. Absolutely. I understand it. Sell out. Take advantage of that, right? People come to me with those kind of trades. I don't sell out. Right? I'll do a cheaper or smaller trade, but, you know, again, my future is important to me because this is how I stayed up top. Like, how I stayed is not selling off all my youth and not selling off all my picks to stay up there. But on the flip side, like I said, there's, there's nothing against it. If you try to win a title, go ahead because, you know what? People don't get there often, you know, especially when you get good teams who are just hard to up and coming. But like, this is the fun time of year. This is the, this is the time of year in December where if you're a rebuild, if you're, you know, if you're a championship contender, if you're me or Bobby, you should be looking to do something, right? Looking to make it clear the roster, scour your waiver wire. Like I'm looking for potential starters in, in two weeks, right? I'm looking for guys that I can play in two weeks. You know, Bobby, on the other hand, he, he's looking for, all right, he's looking at his watch list. Right, who are these guys, rookies or young guys I liked in August that are maybe on someone's, you know, maybe on a team's practice squad, right? Maybe now that guy you were watching, right? Now you go pick them up, right? Now you go pick them up now, 
before because he might play. These teams are going to start to get out of the playoff picture, and they're going to call up some of these young kids, and they're going to play. And you want to be ahead of that game, right? You know, yeah, you don't, and, you don't and, need to have a 30-year-old. You know, like you don't need to have Sammy Watkins on your rebuilding roster. Like, you, you don't. I mean, fine. Someone's going to pick him up. Good, good luck to him. But I'd rather have a project who busts out than Sammy Watkins on a rebuild team that I'm just not going to do anything for me. No, and and I agree. And it's actually, you know, it's funny that you bring up Sammy Watkins because he is sitting on my my roster right now just for depth purposes. Um, but I I did notice for quite some time we weren't actually bringing up names. There was a reason for it. Obviously, depth of rosters is a big one, but we were talking, you know, more of the whys you should start to peel back the layers of, you know, what you were moving away from and some of the, some of the guys that you can go pick up now. Um, and to your point, I am going away from my veteran guys. You know, I, I think I picked up, uh, uh, Josh Gordon not too long ago or with the hopes that he was going to go to Kansas City and do something, but he didn't. Um, so he's off the, he's off my roster now. Yeah. And on the, on the flip side, I'm still picking up young guys. Like I picked up, uh, Divine Diblo last week. He played well, right? Uh, depending on what site he is, we use MFL. So he's a safety. Some sites he is a linebacker. Again, that's a guy I had, we had on our watch list. That's a guy I was tracking. I read stories of linebackers are out. He played really well the week before. I'm going to pick him up. I actually started him this week, got me like 12 points. That's perfect. But those are the guys I'm looking at. Who was in the top of my watch list from last year that is still in a roster? And, like, MFL does a great job. But they don't show guys who are on the team, you know, practice squad. Like, sometimes it'll say N.A. or sometimes it'll have the team name. So, you know, might dig, still show up as free agent, too. Exactly. So, I mean, dig deeper and go get those guys. Like, you know, like Bobby just told you examples. Like, he's going to cut that dead weight. All those older receivers that you thought were going to be band-aid starters, they're not helping you rebuild next year. No. Okay. And, those, and, and you're not going to get draft capital for them. Like, you no know, one's going to pay you for those guys. No, those just, those band-aids, if anything, if they were starting to get warm at the uh, at the end of the season, and, and, I mean, injuries have been a plenty all over the place this year. So my 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 hope was maybe I could shift a couple of guys off for literally back end volume type seventh round picks or whatever because to your point I am now changing my approach as to kind of how I want to go after next year um, and I'm already looking at it so that watch list you know yeah I am already picking up some guys that I've I've had eyes on. Uh, Daz Newsom was one. Oh, uh, I mean, if he if he ends up going onto the Bears next year with you know yeah. all speculative ads. Yeah, I mean, and, and then you can track you can track other ads. I mean, you can see what we're talking about with guys like like Brevin Jordan last week, right? He had a great mm-hmm. game. They finally, you know, they finally just unleashed him. Perfect. We saw Seattle has been using Eskridge, right, a little bit more now, right. You, you see these guys who basically you thought were busts, right? This is dynasty, right? Again, those are the guys that, you know, maybe I'm trying to buy a Brevin Jordan, right? Maybe the owner thought that was like one game flash in the pants. He's not good. Go kick the tires on a guy like that, right? 
see if it's on the waiver wire. Like anyone flashes. And you're right. You know, we, we, we don't talk a lot of, you know, specific players. We mention you know, names here and there. But, you know, we always preach the same thing. You know, be a week ahead. So if I'm looking for a running back and, you know, the backup's taken, I'm looking for the third running back in every roster, right? Don't waste your time because almost every backup in the league is taken, right? Go get that third guy, right? Get the young kid or who, you know, who don't know. But I'll give you this, right? The guys you don't want are running backs on bad teams, right? People ask me what happened with the Lions last week. I don't know. I don't care. I don't want their running back on bad teams. Like, you know, Robinson, right? Robinson's another one who we love Robinson. Robinson's great, but that team's a shit show. They just ruin people, right? Houston's the same thing. Honestly, you know, I had to start Rex Burkhead last week, and it's fine. He got me 10 points. And I have David Johnson. If I had to start him, I would, but I don't want anyone on that team. I'm not expecting anyone on that team to get me more than 8 to 12 points. Like, you're not going to go on a bad team. You're not going to. So I'm looking at like good teams and I'm looking at that, you know, third running back as we, as we, as we've seen in some of these teams, you know, you, you look at a team like Sam Fran runs the ball a lot, right? Hasty's shit, right? So Wilson, eh, we so, so, so I'm tracking what they're going to do, right? You can, you can see the progression on some of these teams where like, okay, everyone's going for, you know, this guy and that guy, when everyone zigs, you should zag. And that's, you know, what you're looking for the waiver wire this time of year. Again, this is where the fun of the watch list and the payoff comes in about you either own a guy that is finally kicking up or you're buying guys for next year. You, you're, you're, you're cleaning the house. You're, you're just trying to go get anything you can to get an advantage. And that's the fun time. I mean, I've talked to owners who, you know, are in bad shape and had a lot of injuries, but they're excited because they're going to get all that back next year and they're like looking forward to it. It's awesome, right? And this is the also the other time as a commissioner and as owners in any league, right? Look at weird rules, right? Look at weird scenarios that maybe you bring up to your commissioner and be like, hey, listen, uh, I saw this. What do you think about this? All right, cool. Remind me. I'm going to post that right after the season's over. Stuff like that. Like, that's the fun part of a dynasty. It never stops. A guy like Bobby who's on a rebuild is into it. Actually, actually, Bobby probably has more fun than I do because – I don't have the free reign to just kind of go get guys and fill up the depth. I kind of like have to play that hat. Oh, no, I don't. Cause I, made- I tend to have more activity in the off season. Um, and then I maintain during the regular season, but that's yeah. not to say that, you know, I just, I do, I have a lot of fun. This is my, my favorite time of the year for dynasty starts in December. But we both agree that the number one rule in trading is never stop trading. Yeah. Never stop and, trading. And, and, and what's the second rule? Uh, never stop trading. All right. Well, if you think you made a bad trade. Make three other ones. Just double that. I mean, sometimes it works out when we jokingly, because I made a blockbuster trade like a couple months ago, and I got absolutely nothing out of that trade. Like, I literally got croaked in the trade. My team actually has been playing better, right? So it didn't really hurt me at all to make that really bad trade. Like it didn't really hurt me at all. And it didn't that, hurt you up front, but what did you lose on the other side? You lost. I, I lost. I lost some depth. I, I definitely. I, I lost depth, but again, like I'm, I'm, I'm deep enough to know that I have enough to get by, you know. And I have, you know, I, again, when I'm dealing off depth, it's you know we play two tight ends. I have four starters, so I can deal off my third one, right? I, I have the luxury, you know, playing four wide receivers. 
you know, I have six. I, I can I can deal the six one without hurting me too bad. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to make those moves? But no, sometimes you can make a bad trade and it's and it's fine. Like it helps the league, it helps everyone else. But like, yeah, absolutely. This is the time of year that you know always look to make trades for the future and now. Remember and know your league. We talked about it because I mean I tried a trade with you know a league mate the other day and he's very specific. Like he he's a guy where you, you talk to him about a trade. You know he doesn't counter on the site. He's not going to go back and forth. He's a call, text message, conversation. This is the trade. Okay, that's it. Other owners are different. You can go back and forth with counters for days and weeks. Some owners aren't, right? And know your leagues. Pay attention to that stuff going, you know, who's desperate? Hey, this guy's never made the playoffs before. All right, I get you. He's itching to win. Let me sell him some stuff to try to help him win, even though I know he's probably going to lose to Tom anyways, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> well, speaking of winning, you want to win, obviously, this week, unless you're you, and then you get to take the week off. But for those of you who are playing this week, not only do you have a Thursday night game, but you also have two games on Saturday. There's 16 games, and it goes across four days. That's a lot of football. Yeah, a lot of football. And you also have the NFL now putting people on COVID like an hour before game time. Like, you got to back this stuff up. I mean, you got to you got to back it up. I mean, I know you got a tight end on Monday who got you know that came out like Sunday night. I I I know I wasn't starting David Johnson. I was on the fence, but I think it was like eleven forty five, and he was on the COVID list. I was like, okay, that's kind of short wanting to fill his roster spot, but. You know, that's what you got to be aware of right now in the NFL. Like, you have to have a backup plan for every one of your starters. Like, if you're, if you're, you're where I am, and that's what I have. I look at my roster and I'm like, okay, do I, and I don't carry, like, we play full IDP, right? We play two D tackles, you know, two D ends, four linebackers, two corners, two safeties, right? And I usually carry not many backups to everything except linebackers. If you look at my rosters now, I actually have a backup corner. I have a backup safety. I have a backup D end. Because I'm tracking this stuff, and I don't want to get caught in a jam that come 4 o'clock on, you know, my, my guy's on the COVID list, and he's not going to play on Sunday night, and I don't have a backup plan for him, right? So just be aware and try to back up as many positions. And like I said, you can cut that dead weight that you're not going to play and, you know, is, is garbage and fringe because, you know what, you'd rather back up some defensive positions that you're going to need to play. And quarterbacks, right? If you got Kyler Murray, you should have, you know, you should have McCoy. If you got Lamar Jackson, you should have, uh, who was the guy with the trade? Was it wasn't McSorley last week, right? I wish it was McSorley. It was the other one. Who came in for Lamar Jackson? It wasn't McSorley. Um, uh, that's a great question. Off the uh, top of my head, my head, my head's gonna scratch. Uh, uh, I wanted to say it was RG3, but that was three years ago, so that doesn't help us. No, no, it, it doesn't. But like, that's the point though. I mean, do I want to back up every quarterback in the league? No, I don't want to back up every, it, it, it was Huntley, sorry. It was Huntley. Um, but like, again, you know, that's the guy you're kicking the tires on. Have him on your roster, right? You know, just in case the guy, you know, pops COVID, it's something to throw in there. No one wants to lose a game because you didn't have a, you didn't have a starter because the guy popped COVID, especially in a playoff run. So, you know, trying to get those backups on the waiver wire. Clear up some of that dead weight and back up some of those positions to cover your ass. This is, and I don't usually do that, except this time of year. This time of year, I will, and especially the, the rate that guys have been, um, you know, 
getting injured and going on the IR um, back and forth. Um, I did learn an IR rule today. I did not know this because I, it hasn't come up. I did not know that a guy cannot go on the IR twice and come back both times. So are you trying to tell me that a guy who is IR to return can't also go on COVID? No, I didn't say COVID. I said IR. Just IR. So you can't be designated to return from IR twice. Just I pass it on some. I learned today. I was like, kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Stop playing the game, I guess. <laughs> well, your season's over, which, you know, some of these players you know, might be, and some might be coming back, right? I mean, other guys that we like to buy, I'll give you another name, Michael Carter. Right? Go buy Carter right now. Right? He should be back this week. I'm going to have to see him practice. But, again, you know, if I'm making a run, I'm buying him for next week maybe if I need him. You know, maybe the owner who has him is like, I'm out. I don't think this dude's going to play and the Jets suck. All right, maybe you can get him at cost. Perfect, right? Those are the guys that you kind of go on and get. Like, you know, look at that. You know, maybe you buy like a, a Robert Woods cheaper, right? He's the guy I kick the tires on. They kind of want too much on him. But, you know, I'm still trying to buy depth for the future. Buy IR guys. Look at teams' IR spots and be like, okay, you know, who does he got that I can give him started for this spot? Um, the one thing you're not going to be buying is a goddamn running back. Um, you can try to buy some of your backups. <laughs> right, this is a good time to swap backups. Find an owner who has one of your backups. You know what it is. That, that, it's a good time to look for that stuff. Because um, you know why? It's the holiday season. Mm-hmm.